0: Archived audio, blogs, social media, links, and more, all in one place. Log on at ronshowatl.com. The Ron Show on America One Radio. We're back with Melita Easters from the Georgia win list and Fox 5's The Georgia Gang. Uh, So we're talking about abortion. It's the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, women's march happening on Washington. And and yet, with the Dobbs decision, what's the mood like?
1: Well, of course, people are disappointed that the decision um, was overturned. And Georgia women are especially disappointed that there's currently a six week ban in place, mm. which which means that many women don't even know they're pregnant before it's already too, too right. late for them to get an abortion in Georgia. And clinics are having to turn people away. Um, women are having to travel to other states. And and use up a lot of money to to get those um, mm-hmm. procedures elsewhere where they're still legal. So so and 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 older women, you know, women who are well past menopause or childbirthing age, are are so disappointed that this fight is having to be fought yet again. Mm. So so that's part of the mood. And I think though that there is hope that we can solve this issue once and for all, either with a federal um, law or on a state-by-state basis. Um, and and as I said, Georgia's General Assembly is very different already from the General Assembly, which passed the current six-week ban in 2019. And if you think about it, we didn't know about the Dobbs decision when the the people who ran for office in 2022 qualified for office. Mm. So 2024 will really be the first year that you see the abortion issue really taking front and center stage in some of the legislative races in suburban areas. (laughs) And frankly, you know, 68 to 70% of the population in Georgia wants to see the principles of Roe v. Wade upheld. So it is a popular decision, and even amongst some Republicans and many swing voters. i was just
0: going to ask, is there any way that that can become a, a political topic? You know, make this a referendum, put this on the ballot, let the voters decide.
1: For so long as we have Republican control in the Georgia General Assembly, I don't see that becoming a ballot question. Right. The other thing is that that ballot questions do not lend themselves to the specificity of some abortion law. Mm. A- abortion is is more than a yes or no question
0: Sure. Really. Sure. It's
1: it's a lot more complicated. Yeah,
0: yeah, there are a lot of yeah, exceptions and, and and weeks and yeah, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of I just I just find it curious, you know, we, we saw a similar scenario in Kansas of all places.
1: Yes, we did. Kansas shocked the nation
0: mm-hmm.
1: with their affirmative votes in favor of abortion access.
0: Mm-hmm. We also saw data that came out here recently that Georgia again ranks really, really high. I guess which is really bad for infant mortality. Ma- I think I think yes, this is a perfect opportunity. Mortality. Yeah, ma- yeah, you're right. You're right. Maternal <laughs>
1: and 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 this week Kathleen Toomey from um, the Georgia Commissioner of Public Health told legislators that the next set of numbers are going to be even worse that that the the maternal mortality rate which is already the worst in the nation mm-hmm. and far worse than some third world countries mm-hmm. got worse during the pandemic and so that means that the figures when they come out in a few weeks will be worse than the 2018 mm-hmm. 2020 figures and those figures posted pregnancy related deaths for white women at 22.7 deaths per 100,000 births, and pregnancy-related deaths for black women at 48.6 deaths per 100,000 births. These are really high, unacceptable numbers, and studies um, from very respected institutions like Yale Global Health Justice Partnership have said repeatedly that Georgia's lack of Medicaid coverage for Poor women throughout adulthood is one reason for our very high maternal mortality standing.
0: And yet, our new House Speaker, all but said, you know, he's not willing to to listen to any talk about Medicaid expansion beyond the the, the minuscule expansion that's that's taking place now.
1: Right, and the expansion that's taking place now is a work program that that Governor Kemp has proposed. It expands coverage for fewer people at greater expense. Mm-hmm than just an outright full expansion would. Right. And I, I fail to understand or see how Republicans can be so hard-headed and actually cruel about expanding health care. At some point, the the Republicans even need to come to the realization that health care impacts their much-prized economic development activities. Oh, because right.
0: yeah.
1: when communities don't have good options for birth and babies, it's pretty hard to get them to break ground on a factory.
0: Yeah. I've maintained, just as you said right there, healthy people are, are a healthy workforce and want to repopulate, which continues the trend of us having a healthy workforce. We are a graying country in between the obstinence from the right on health care and on immigration where we need younger folks in this country, however they get here, to come work, we're, we're going to continue to to see these, these. you know, we, we're a two to one workforce to social security beneficiary ratio where it used to be like 3.3 to one. One of these days, are, they, are the synapses going to connect? Are they going to connect the dots and see the picture? I don't know.
1: They see and connect the synapses they wish to see connect. Right. They don't look at the big picture.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem so. Uh, I wanted to ask you, because I feel like you can explain this in a way that simple old me can understand. I follow the story somewhat, but I've only started really diving into the entire picture of the cop city kerfuffle. Um, we, we, we had a, a state trooper shot. We've, we've had one protester now killed, apparently, in a scuffle. I noticed that a lot of these protesters are from out of state. I'm not even sure like the, the, the local outrage is near at the level that we're seeing from folks who are coming here to protest the uh, Atlanta Police Development Training Center that they want to construct in DeKalb County. Can you kind of give us a layman's turn, you know, uh, cop city for dummies uh, interpretation? What's going on out there?
1: The site that is the specific target of these protests Mm. is property in unincorporated DeKalb County, which has been in City of Atlanta hands for more than a hundred years. It's used to be the prison farm. Mm. It's about three hundred and fifty acres. Years ago, the property was supposed to become part of a larger South Fork River parkland mm-hmm. that was gonna be one of the largest um green spaces. It was gonna be a 3,500-acre South River Forest Park. Um, it was something the city council unanimously adopted in 2017, and it was going to become one of the largest urban parks in America. Mm. Then, after she decided she wasn't running for re-election in her langduck duck year, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms agreed to lease about one-third of that prison farm land, one-third of it, to the um, Atlanta Police Foundation for their training facility. Now, the other two-thirds was going to remain parkland. The city has done a horrible job of explaining that what we're talking about is one-third of the land. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that you've got a police foundation, which has accepted corporate money and city money, but there's no transparency in the way they operate mm-hmm. and they have not been terribly forthcoming about what is included in this training facility mm-hmm. because there's a real backlash about policing policy around the nation mm-hmm. there's a lot of resistance to um to the militarization of police forces because a lot of them have bought military equipment from the department of defense right there's a there's a move towards um de-escalation of the way police calls are handled particularly when it's it's somebody who's mentally ill and Mm -hmm. what they need is um a mental health professional instead of an armed policeman um there's also you see fewer police car chases because they endanger the lives of others not just the policeman and the car that's being chased so so The police foundation and the plans for this training center haven't been very clear about whether this training facility will be something which trains policemen in some of this newer age, so to speak, types of policing. They haven't made a very good case for what they're going to do on this acreage. Then at the same time, because there's some old growth forest land in this entire acreage, you've attracted national um, protesters who are loosely connected with each other. In mm. fact, there have been there have been um, some of the corporations who have contributed to the law enforcement training center have had. Um, acts of vandalism at their corporate headquarters in other cities. So you had these activists moving and living in the forested part Mm -hmm. of the site. There's been vandalism of construction equipment. There were attacks on law enforcement. In fact, on MLK Day Monday, you had a rally in front of the DeKalb County Courthouse asking um, District Attorney Sherry Boston, not to not to press the charges of domestic terrorism against the people who were arrested in December. Mm-hmm. Then on Wednesday, mm-hmm. the the protester died, and the two people were shot. Once the name of the protester who died was released, um, his. his the, the name he he the the protester preferred to go by a they pronoun. Mm-hmm. The name he the, the name they used is Tortuguita, Yeah, which was the um, Spanish name for a an indigenous fighter during colonial times in the seventeen hundreds. That was the adopted name. There was a long, bitter Southerner article with this protester that was published in December. Some very poignant things he said um, during that interview about um, the right, this is a quote, the right kind of resistance is peaceful because that's where we win.
0: Mm. They're
1: not going to beat them we're not going to beat them at violence they're very very good at violence we're not we win through nonviolence. that's really the only way we can win we don't want more people to die we don't want atlanta to turn into a war zone right end quote those are the words of the young man or the young um protester who died
0: right and, and then, like, like I said, you, w- there's so much question about uh, the state trooper was shot. There's been no ballistics information that detail what sort of weapon. Should,
1: sh- right. There's, there's no, and the GBI is investigating. Mm-hmm. And until we truly know um, the ballistics of the bullet which injured the state trooper, we really won't know the full truth. Um, And there is a lot of, for many good reasons, there is a lot of mistrust Mm -hmm. in the community at large, especially amongst all of the protesters of of any police involved shooting Mm -hmm. because there has been a history both in Atlanta and nationwide for stories changing.
0: Yeah, it's it's been a murky story to follow and and to like I said, just kind of sink my teeth into, get my hands around because I I'm of the opinion you know I I, I like saving forests as much as anybody, and I I love seeing you know green space set aside, but I also want to see police officers training in new tactics to handle uh, cases like we talked about, mental health cases and and de escalation cases. I don't know that you need you know fifteen hundred acres to to learn that, but if that's what they want to do, I'm all for it. So I've always, I've been sort of following the story, but not really knowing where my mind is on it. Does that make sense?
1: Well, I think I think it does. And I think until we have real answers from the GBI investigation about how one person died mm. and the other was shot, we won't really know how to fully process. Yeah, But I do think that this death this tragedy will motivate more protesters that's
0: my fear too that this is just going to escalate i also
1: think that this will receive a great deal of national if not international also press and so there's a need for some sort of better communication at a very bare minimum
0: yeah, I would agree with you on that. You know, not not just from the GBI with the investigation, but the city police department on their plans for this piece of land, for their training set. You're right. Absolutely. Melita Easter's, thanks for bringing some clarity to that story and uh, so much more again, celebrating the uh, 50th anniversary of the uh, Roe v. Wade decision as, uh, Somber as that occasion is after the Dobbs decision uh, last year. Uh, I appreciate your time and helping us uh, navigate both in-depth conversations.
1: You're very welcome. Always a pleasure to talk with you.
0: That's Melita Easter's Georgia Windless and Fox 5's The Georgia Gang Pundit. More on show on America One Radio next.